Hi, I'm Nikki. I'm a 90s hip hop obsessed, exclamation point loving mother to two boys. I'm a wife and a passionate digital designer. I spend my days doing what I love, which is helping women make money with WordPress, whether that's by designing and developing custom websites or helping teach women how to build their own thriving development studio. I'm here to share with you everything I know, all of the mistakes I've made so that you can take the shortcut to achieving your own version of success. To download my free guide to building your dream life, marketing your services, and booking dreamy high-paying clients as a designer, head to womenwealthwordpress.com forward slash freebie. You are listening to Women Wealth WordPress. Alrighty. So today I'm talking to Chrissy Campbell, the founder and creative director behind Pink Pony Creative, a New Zealand-based branding and graphics design company. With the power of social media, Pink Pony Creative now undertakes projects all around the world. And this is one thing we're going to be talking about today is utilizing social media to extend your reach. And their design is anything but boring. And with a name like Pink Pony, you know they work a little differently. And I would totally agree. Like I love, I actually found you for a reel originally, like when I saw following you and then I feel like your entire everything you do is really recognizable and I feel like you've almost started a little bit of a movement in terms of that on social media in terms of like the things that you do and now I've started seeing like other designers do that which I think is pretty cool this isn't even one of my questions but do you take that as a compliment or like how do you kind of view that yeah yeah 100% there was definitely this moment where I started I don't know if I started this trend or not who knows maybe I don't think I got it from anywhere but I started doing this thing where I would take photos of my screen and that's how I'd share my work and then it became like a massive trend and I would see everywhere and people were laying their sort of artboards out like I did and it's one of those things you're like I don't know did they even see mine or is it coincidence but that's probably me being a Kiwi pulling myself down (laughs) I don't want to get yeah no I totally think so and I actually was like I love this and specifically went to your website because I was like if I'm going to do this I'm going to buy your five dollar template which I think is super cheap anyway even though if if you use Illustrator you can build your own artboard it's not hard but like at least give you the little shout out of buying buying you a coffee like <laughs> we're spending the five dollars or something oh, yeah, um, definitely. yeah cool okay let me jump into the questions we just got straight in there but <laughs> that's right no worries that's how I roll it's better to like have a bit of flow I think it's and okay. I enjoy them more when it's really relaxed as well yeah same yeah rather than like a formal interview yeah so you started like your business and I guess you probably started like your Instagram at the same time as doing this but you did a hundred day design challenge right I did yeah. yeah it was a really off the whim kind of thing I was working for a business that was like a one brand business working for someone else and it was just yep. an industry that I didn't have a passion for whatsoever I was doing okay. design but the stuff I was doing design for wasn't really something I yeah. was interested in yeah and then so I thought let's get creative because I just felt like I was so creatively bored at this job yeah and yep. I decided to do this 100 <laughs> day design challenge where I posted stuff for like 100 days just a design every day. And I didn't even intend it to be a business, to be honest. I just started the Instagram as a bit of a way to keep me accountable. Yeah. Yeah. And then from there, it grew not even by much, but I think I reached like a thousand followers by the end of it. But by then I had one person inquire saying, oh, hey, you do really cool work. I'd love you to do a logo. And that's basically where the business was born from. Yeah, really cool. Okay. And if you were like working full time and doing this like design challenge on the side, how did you find time to fit it in and make it a priority? Did you make the hundred days? Did you miss any? Or I did. I made the hundred <laughs> days. Work. And I look back and I'm like, that's a long time to yeah, be doing something for 
every day. It's yeah. like a, a couple of months. A quarter of a year. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Like mind blown that I did it. There was definitely days in there where I did not want to design, but yeah, I just pushed through it. It was one of those things where like it's mindset and you'll be surprised what you can do if you really think it's half an hour of my day. If I yeah. don't have half an hour in my day right now, I'm going to get up earlier or I'm going to yeah. stay awake half an hour. For me, I reckon getting up early is the key to success. Like yeah. I really 100% believe that because you're so fresh in that moment of time yeah. and getting up that much earlier to do something that you maybe not have been out of fit in before. Yeah. Like you've got that time. You're setting it aside for that. So that was really how I was able to do it. Yeah. It's definitely a push some days, but yeah, yeah. up there in the end. <laughs> yeah, that's so impressive. Okay, and I think that's really cool that you just started it out as a creative project and then it led to your business. So when you got that first inquiry, were you still balancing both at the same time? Yeah, I was yeah. really lucky with how my journey started because the business I was working for, I'd been there with them for two years and I actually approached them in the end and I said, hey, look, I really would love to start my own business eventually one day. Could I, how would you feel if I went down from working five days full time mm. with you guys down to four days a week? And Amazing. they said, yep, let's yeah. do it. And they were really supportive and really yeah, that's amazing. so great. It was like, thinking back, I'm like, wow, they were so good to me, really yeah, incredible. And yeah. I was slowly a wean off my old job. I yeah. went from you know, full-time <laughs> down to four, you know, yeah. down to three. So yeah. I was so lucky and that's kind of how that difference. Yeah, because it's like there will be like a lot of people listening to this who are doing that side hustle thing or wanting to do something else but being like, how do I ever make that leap? Yeah. I think with most things, it is going to be a bit of a leap. But if you can balance mm. it, that's the perfect kind of segue in. Because <laughs> it's scary it, it knowing so I've scary. got to make my own money now. 100%. <laughs> and me. even just thinking, oh, is the income going to be secure? Am I yeah. going to be getting it for the next few weeks? Yeah. I totally think if you're in a job, this could happen for so many different industries, depending on what you're doing and the kind of people you work with. But there's no harm in just asking if you're really yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. See if they are okay with dropping down a day because yeah. you might be surprised at how many businesses actually are okay with it. Yeah, um, totally. And then helping you progress as well. And also yeah. wanting to keep you for as long as possible. So <laughs> it's better for them to be flexible probably. Definitely. Um, and do you think your skills grew as a designer over that challenge? Were you learning new tools and illustrator and these types of things as you went? 100% so much. And even I worked for about eight years in the industry after yeah. university before I started my own business. Business. And in yeah. that time, you're very restricted by the business yeah. briefs and the kind of creative projects you get. And I found that they were some projects where I did were great, but I was never really fully exploring my creativity. Yeah. And I felt like the 100 Day Design Challenge pushes you really to learn new things. Maybe you're even yeah. YouTubing if you're a bit stuck on something. Oh, like totally. Oh, All the time. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And it gives you inspiration. And yeah. there's that whole idea of like just breaking the boundaries and not trying to put out, you don't have to put out your best work yeah. every single day yeah. that's totally fine it's all about learning and trying new techniques and things yeah. and Oh, I incredible. love the idea of it. I'm not a consistency type person. I'm really all or nothing. And so I think yeah. I go really hard and then I have to take a break or I burn myself out. But I love the idea of doing something like that. Yeah. So Even if it's 30 days, <laughs> yeah, it a 100-day challenge, yeah, which is so really nice. Yeah. And mm. did you follow a guide or anything? Like I've seen leathering challenges and it's like today letter something like a love letter to your parents or a memory. Yeah. Was it anything like that or were you just follow your bliss? <laughs> Literally follow my bliss. Like yeah. I get asked 
balanced a lot where did where's my challenge that I went from and I yeah. just literally made it all up as I went and I just gave myself a couple of rules and they were post every day to keep yourself yeah. accountable and then it's like a little portfolio and yeah. then another one was to I had this kind of like a rainbow effect going through it yeah, of like cool. different colors so yeah that was all I had that was my rules and then from yeah. there I just literally was Went inspired it, yeah. by other stuff around me my day-to-day life yeah uh, the cafe that I love to get coffee from I like yeah, cool. the logo that kind of uh, stuff cool. so it's fun. yeah and I think once you get in the flow too as well like you just get hit with ideas like you get 20 at once you just have to capture them and come back to them oh definitely there's yeah. a quote actually that so reminds me of that and it's, I think it goes the more creativity you use the more you have which ah, I, really I love think that. is a true yeah true yeah. statement And you do have to get into it. I've been designing this brand for the last two weeks and it just wasn't clicking, wasn't clicking. And then last night I just went to bed and I just thought about it. Like I was dreaming about it and I was just like making notes and like sketching things on my phone. And then today in three hours I've smashed it and I've got two great concepts and I'm obsessed with it. But it's like you just have to tune in to something. (laughs) Yeah, and sometimes you'll literally, like you said, just get it and then you're like, oh, my God, I spent like a whole week trying to do this and then I got it all in three hours. Yeah, yeah. But it's that week is what people pay you for as well as those three hours. Like you have to go through that to get there. Definitely. I feel that was me recently on a project. So I'm like, feel that in my soul. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, cool. And what did that experience teach you about utilizing social media for growth? Had you experienced what the possibilities of it were before that? Because now you have 70,000 followers don't you yeah which is yeah. quite wild like yeah. I just never thought it would get I literally thought I wouldn't even get over 2,000 I was yeah. like oh my god that's impossible I could never yeah. do that <laughs> so I'm like what the heck but it really I did not have any experience in social media prior like I was never yeah, into cool. it I posted the odd here's me at a festival with my friends yeah. but that was like the extent of it yeah. and I never had an Instagram for my design work it just yeah. wasn't really a thing even like three years ago it wasn't really a big thing to have your own design and Instagram. Yeah. But it just really taught me a couple of things. Like definitely consistency mm. work. And you've mm-hmm. got to be consistent to grow and to see clients coming in. That's yeah. You can't do it. To get consistent, consistent work as well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the thing, the whole idea about perfection, and especially when people start on social media, they think, oh my God, I need to get it perfect. But yes, yeah. you want to get it to a standard, but like yeah. our level of perfection is so much higher for ourselves than everyone yes. else is going to view it as. Yeah, yeah, um, totally. That's something that challenge really helped with because we've just got to post it someday. Just, yeah, done is better mm-hmm. than perfect. And it's like about the journey rather than the ending and a lot of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I honestly never realized the kind of opportunities that you could mm-hmm. get through social media and the people yeah. you could connect with. It's yeah. pretty amazing. Like on that point, now you have employees and you're an agency now, right? So it's not yeah. just you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so how long have you been so in business? Wild. I think just over two years okay, now. Cool. I think it was very start of lockdown down 2020 yeah I started probably a month prior to the lockdown so it's about two mm. in a couple of months and yeah, such so. an interesting time to start a business and I think that speaks to how much work there actually is in this industry when you really do put yourself out there and commit to making it happen definitely so yeah <laughs> so much work and I think with lockdowns there was a massive surge of people losing their yeah. jobs so they wanted to start a business and they yeah. were like oh my gosh, I need a brand, I need a logo. And they're yeah. really inspired by all that kind of stuff. So yeah. it definitely helped it take off, I think. Totally. pretty amazing. And I think like same, because I would say I do branding and websites, but I would say mm. websites is my jam. And same with websites, like businesses who had shitty websites were like, we're not doing trade in it face-to-face anymore. 
we need to put this website project that's mm-hmm. been on the back burner for three years. We need to make it happen and we need to spend some money on it and it needs to be good. Like people realize the importance of it. So that was a huge uptick in website for me as well. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, I can totally see that. that yeah, yeah that, that's great for business. Too, yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, actually, one thing I was thinking before was like you, how you said when you started, I think it's worth like highlighting that you only had a thousand followers, mm. but you still got work from that. So I think sometimes when you hear these big numbers, like 70,000, like I have 2000 followers and mm. in my second year of business, I made 300K. You exactly. don't have to have huge numbers. It yeah. can be quite overwhelming thinking, like getting really concerned about the metrics and focusing on the numbers and comparing yourself to other people, but it's definitely to be the case. <laughs> I was even having this conversation with a guy the other day and he owns quite a few businesses like an e-com business and a big agency in Auckland and he was saying I think people get so caught up on the big numbers but Mm. all you actually need is a thousand or even a hundred really committed followers who really care about what you do. Those are the followers and the people that you need to treat like little angels and hold on to them and give them amazing things because that's the people that will buy your stuff every time you bring something out, whether it's templates, courses, whatever it is, they'll be so committed, which is so true. Yeah. And which I think is another thing that you do well. Like I, it's hard to keep up with messages with even a few thousand followers, but I have messaged you a couple of times for whatever it was, like commenting on your story or whatever, but you've always gotten back to me. And I think that's That's a huge thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's some that you miss. Like, um, there's some that I miss too. And like, sometimes someone will message me, and then later on, I have two kids. So if they message me again, and then I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I missed that message. But I just think it's really critical that if someone is taking the time to message you, they're thinking about you, they care enough about what you're doing to take that time out of their day. I just think it's important to give that same respect and energy back. So hundred percent, yeah. Even the people who message you often, it's that whole thing. Like, it's one of those things like oh maybe I don't need to message them because they've talked to me before but actually once again the people who probably really care about you and your business and your brand they're the ones who are going to buy from you yes moving forward rather than the odd new follower who yeah might not really care that much yeah totally (laughs) yeah I think it's important to make that time yeah Um, for sure Okay. And speaking of metrics, what kind of topics and content do you find get the best reach? Oh, this is such a good question. Uh, Honestly, sometimes I'm blown away by what can go well and what doesn't. Yeah. And it will really surprise me, especially on TikTok. I'm like, what the heck? How did this even (laughs) go viral? I don't know. Stuff that goes really well are like time lapses and the really short cuts of like you designing a brand. Yeah. And like the process behind behind things. Yeah. Definitely. Mm -hmm. That sort of stuff can go really well. Even being more personable and sharing like maybe a time you were vulnerable or Mm. you had an interesting story to tell or maybe Mm. someone said your work was shit and you (laughs) (laughs) you felt really sad about it, those kind of things because people relate to that and I think that's really important is that trying to be relatable to people. Yeah vulnerability transparency but actually I have a note about that because one thing I remember you shared lately or recently was about some of the design work from when you started and like you were comparing it to like where you are now and saying we don't all start off geniuses and here's some of my earlier work and I thought it was really good at the time or something I can't remember what you said but I just think I I love that transparency because people Mm. do have short memories like memory we have short like memory what am I trying to say 
The word's got memory money too. Like memory span? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that a real word? It seems I don't weird. know, but I know what you mean for sure. <laughs> yeah, so they'll say your most recent things and then everything else is forgotten. Do you find like people relate to you and comment on things like that when you share? Definitely. I yeah. feel like the thing I, the reason why I love to do those kind of posts as well is because I know a lot of university students yeah. follow me or people yeah. starting in design, no matter their age, they're starting out. Mm. And I remember feeling so, I was never sure of my work or even myself at university. Mm. I was very much, oh my gosh, there's so many amazing designers yeah. everyone's doing this cool shit. I'm not very good. <laughs> yeah. um, and so I really want to enforce to other young designers and people learning, you don't have to be the best yeah. to be great. Yes. And my dad actually said a really interesting thing to me once. He was like, people in business, especially, you could be the best designer in the world, but if you can't sell yourself, that's where you're going to get caught up and you yeah. probably won't do very well. So mm. you could be quite an average designer, but if you can sell mm. yourself, market yourself, you'll probably be amazed by what you can do. Yeah. That's the thing about being a business owner. There's all these like skills you need to have. And I resonate with what you said about having those like fraudy feelings about yourself and looking at other people and going, oh my gosh, their work is so good. It's that gap of where you want to be and where your mm. mind knows you can be and what you can visualize things, but having the skills to pull it together yeah and and that just comes through practice and time and like you said you're in the industry for eight years before that and I do think there's a lot to be said for learning on someone else's money as well (laughs) getting paid being an employee and learning about client management and project Mm -hmm. management and how to just manage your fucking inbox (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. And I reckon when you're in business, it's that whole, you don't have time to get too upset about it. You've just got to, if something goes wrong, take it on the chin and be like, it's all good. I'm okay. take things personally. That's a constant lesson for me. And sometimes you just, you get an email and you just have to go (gasps) and you take it. I'll come back to that in 10 minutes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Give it like an hour. And then I always say to myself, I'm going to give it an hour because I'm probably going to feel better in an hour after this. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next day, once you've dealt with it, you're like, oh, what was I even so in a tizzy about? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Feel that. And then I guess this comes back to the types of content that gets to get the best reach, but you're pretty active on feeds and stories and reels. Do you have a preference or you can mix it up, don't you? (laughs) I really do mix it up, yet I love to keep it interesting and different. And I'm so upset that maybe Instagram's going to lose their square posts. I'm like, I know. Me too. Yeah. Why are we losing this? I love it. So that's something I still love to do. Just share, just work, yeah. just static work. Yeah. yeah. So and I'd, I'd say as a mom, uh, most of the time I'm on Instagram and breastfeeding my baby and I don't have my sound on. So yeah. I only get half the picture. So I love the feed because I can just read it in my own time. So I hope they don't lose it, yeah. but it's definitely looking like it's heading that way. And even mm. now when you watch it, the reels are bright and then the feed posts are dim. Have you noticed that? I actually haven't, but someone was okay. talking about this in the office the other day and yeah. I was like, oh, I need to see this, whatever it is. I think it's probably because I watch, I'm usually in the dark as well. (laughs) So I probably (laughs) notice it more, but it might be one of those things that they're rolling out to different accounts at different times too. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah, it's definitely the way it's going. But what do you think about, this is now speculation, what is your profile going to look like if there's no square? I know. I don't know. Are they going to change it all to rectangles or? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. How is the actual feed going to look when it's like the tile? Is it going to become the longer portrait shot? Yeah, like on the reels. Just be reels? Yeah, page. How weird. Yeah, I don't know. The 
Another thing I think is weird is that Facebook tries to merge Facebook and Instagram all the time. It's like they yeah. introduce something on Instagram and then they introduce it on Facebook and you can share now to Instagram from Facebook and you can share from Instagram to Facebook. I just so know it's that. like, why are they? It doesn't make sense for me from a business perspective to have two platforms, but that are really similar. So yeah. I don't know. Who knows what's to come? I'm like, Instagram, we need a chat. We'll have a sit down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you would, to you. you would have the reach to get in touch with someone. <laughs> I really want to do. I guess this is like a good thing to talk about. Like, how do you keep on top of trends? And were you an mm. early adopter of Reels? Or Reels have been around for a while now. And I feel like if you mm. got on them right at the start, you would be seeing such massive growth. Totally one of those things that is it is quite hard and time consuming. Yes. But I think I was lucky because I totally think, yes, with social media, it's about consistency, all yeah. these different things. But I do think timing plays a huge part yes. in it even on TikTok in the reels. And I think I caught the reels at the right time at the Mm. very start when I think it was on TikTok and I saw a girl say, post your Instagram reels, I gained like a thousand followers overnight. And I was like, whatever. I was like, that's just wild. (laughs) And then so I started doing it. And then there was one point where I gained like 10,000 followers in a week. I was like, whoa. Crazy. Yeah. So I think I caught it at the right time. But it's definitely hard to keep on top of. Yeah. I've actually just previously, which I haven't done for ever I don't think I've taken a week <laughs> off Instagram because I was getting so overwhelmed at all yeah. I had too much client Fair work enough. and I was like I'm just losing my passion for I just need a yeah. break so it's been quite nice <laughs> yeah I bet and I bet when you come back like you probably won't even see any difference in your reach or anything so they say you have to be active and all of that stuff but mm. I just think social media is a thing that can be so overwhelming and you do have to protect your mental health especially when we're creatives because we yeah. need that spark to do our jobs <laughs> exactly no yeah. And I think I was almost losing that a little bit because I was trying to push out content. I was like, I'm just not feeling this and I was losing my spark. So in saying that, I guess that's one of my other questions is how do you create content? Do you do it in batches or do you like? I actually do it once again on the whim. I think I'm a bit of an on the whim kind of person. (laughs) If in the morning, if I haven't posted for two days, I'll be like, all right, I need to put something up. And I just film it, post it on the spot. There'll be the odd time where I might film on like a Saturday and batch it for about a week. But other Mm -hmm. than that, I've never really done much content planning for my Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, I talk a lot about that too, about I think when you do post when the inspiration strikes Mm. it resonates a lot more because there's more passion and feeling behind it and it's usually timely but this is a struggle for me is I don't have the time at the moment with two kids to post on a whim so I'm like I need to batch content but I'm not a batcher so I'm like struggling with that at the moment so I'm just gonna do it and make it happen and I did read something the other day that was like you don't know what your audience is going through like you might post something that you've already posted a year ago and it might reach a different person who needs it Mm. at exactly that moment so yeah it's trying to find that balance it's hard it's a hard thing to do (laughs) oh for sure and to be honest like I I barely keep up with my Instagram I don't know how people do it with kids I'm like you're doing an amazing job (laughs) thank (laughs) you must be so hard (laughs) yeah it is hard Yeah, um, I need to learn this lesson of I can't do what I used to do because I literally yeah. only have two days and yeah. uh, it takes time. Like I've just done a brand and I'd estimate it. I'll get you the initial drafts in a week, two weeks. And I was like, mm. that was a week, two weeks when I was working five days a week. Now it's actually yeah. probably more like a month and a half. Yeah. Um, so I've been doing a few late nights to try and oh, make it. would be that. tough. <laughs> 
yeah, definitely. But yeah, next time I'll learn that lesson a little bit. Where I was going with that was like, what do you use to create the stories? Do you just do it like natively in the app or like the reels? Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, definitely stories in the app, but like reels. I actually create all my Instagram reels on TikTok first. Okay. Now, and this is the best idea. secret, which I'm yeah. sure most people know, but like, yeah utilizing tiktok and then just repurposing yes. most of your stuff over you're hitting two birds with one stone and you've got two platforms which is yeah. pretty amazing and it does so. have different users as well so mm. if you've got your demographic your target demographic kind of covers both yeah it's definitely worth taking that extra like 10 seconds and downloading it and definitely do you okay so when you do them on tiktok do you download them from tiktok does it have the tiktok mark on it i don't know if i've noticed no that. okay i don't know this if might this might be a little like cheating yeah this is <laughs> when you're like I screen record it and you ah. almost do it before you post it, you preview it and none of the oh. like icons or the watermarks there. So you screen yeah, record cool. that. Yeah. Cause um, I think I've had this issue before. I think I've tried to do that and then they like, I don't want to have that stupid TikTok mark on it. Yeah. Um, okay. That is definitely a hack because that was one of my questions. Do you have any like hacks for us? Oh, that's the best <laughs> you have any hack. Others? <laughs> I reckon the next best hack is one of the things that I learned on TikTok, actually, there was a couple of videos where I did for some reason I designed something in a really weird way and people were like she's doing it all wrong she oh. doesn't know how to design she sucks yeah and I was kind of like oh that hurts my heart a little bit but at the same time <laughs> the video actually did quite well because I was yeah. getting lots of interaction and then I got way more followers and a few more oh. late leads from it so I was like you yeah because people were interacting yeah so maybe it's worth sometimes even doing something like it's almost like Kendall Jenner with the cucumber yes oh my god have you heard about that yes, yes I saw it <laughs> Similar thing. It was a weird chopping technique, but it yes, went it was viral. Very, she was holding it like over and she was like chopping. Yeah. <laughs> Something silly. Um, awkward. <laughs> but I think the funny thing on that is this is one thing I learned over and over again is when you're working with, I guess, whether it's building websites or like designing a brand and illustrator, there's like a mm. hundred ways to do the same thing. There's no right yeah. way. Yeah. Exactly. So it's con- I get yeah. so frustrated with people in comments who are like, oh, this is not done the right way or your process is wrong. I'm like, yeah. honestly, yeah. I, and it's I really usually like a bro, like... <laughs> Exactly. I really enforce it with my staff. I'm like, you know what? Obviously, there's certain ways it will make the process faster. Yeah. But if you've got your own way and you're really confident, go for it. Do it. Yeah. I know as a creative, there's so many different ways to do things. Mm, Yeah. Mm. I would love to know, like, how did you build the confidence to speak directly to the camera? You're really personable and interactive on stories and things like that. And some people have said to me, like, oh, I'm just like really shy. I don't know what to say. And how did you get to that point where you can just talk and say what's happening with your day and what you're working on and all these things I think a huge thing is just once again you've just got to start whether it's the first time you do it is like a tiny little thing saying I don't know have a great day it could be anything (laughs) but I was awkward to start with for sure it was probably about a year and a half ago (laughs) yeah when I started doing and I look back on the videos I'm like oh god I was so awkward (laughs) but that's okay and I think there's a huge it's that whole idea as well of no one's going to care as much as you yeah just put it out there people won't be like oh my god look at her she looks ridiculous yeah they'll be like look at her like she's damn trying hard she's giving yeah. it a go and they, follow, they follow you because they like you or because they like something about yeah. you so yeah they hopefully relate to it and, and that's the cool thing about stories is they're only there for 24 hours <laughs> Exactly. What's going to happen? Not much. Yeah. Exactly. You can always delete it. Yeah. Yeah. And you, do you find that you do that and like record it and then have to delete it, or do you just go? For oh it my now? god. 
Yes, so much. There's some days where I record it like so many times. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is not working. The light's yeah, not good. I, I need a bit. Yeah. Or like I'll stumble and my words get all mumbled up. Like, yeah. But no, we're all human. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So this is good to know. You're so honest. It's like really nice to hear. Because <laughs> people don't see all that. They just see the cream. Like that's just what Instagram is, unfortunately. And fortunately, because it's inspiring and it's mm. really obviously like to hang out. Fully feel Okay, it. cool. All right. So I think that's pretty much all my questions about like really social media. Actually, I just another one. And this, I think a lot of people struggle with this thing. So recently, so you've got your Instagram, which is your name, and then you've got your business one too, mm. hey, which you've recently yeah. set up. How did yeah. you like make the decision to make that split? Because this is actually a question for me because I have like my Seedling Digital and I have my Woman Wealth WordPress, but I'm also thinking about doing a branding course. So I'm like, do I start another one or do I do one that's just Nicola, Nikki Hamilton? Or How did you make that decision to differentiate between them? I think one of the biggest reasons why I did it was because when I started the Instagram, I had no idea I was going to have staff under the business. And I always thought it was just going to be me. And then when I started growing and sharing my work, obviously, and people we're like, yay, amazing. Yeah. And <laughs> then when I bought the first, my first staff on, Ruby, she's amazing. But I always felt there was a couple of posts where I'd share some of her work that she yeah. did. And people and would you felt say, like you were taking credit for it. Yeah. Or, yeah. And she, people would be like, oh my God, amazing, Christy. But I'm like, even though I literally say would have said it in Ruby, the yeah, <laughs> people still think it was just me. And I don't want to be someone yeah. who's taking the credit for someone else's work. Yeah, So totally. I thought, I think, especially with two girls now, the best way to go about it would be to open up another Instagram page where I'm like an agency. We mm-hmm. speak about us as like collectively rather than me, like yeah. I, it's always we. So I think that really separates them. And even when I bought out my templates on my website, and things, they're also great. Yes. <laughs> Like I can keep all that on my personal, more personal design page because it's yeah. not really part of the business. Like the business yeah. is really the client work, like, yeah. making other businesses amazing, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So I think that's where and why I made the other Instagram. And it's going really well, actually. Mm. The girls manage that Instagram, which is really nice oh, for them. handy. They yeah. get to help out and um, yeah. they really enjoy that process. That so. ownership too. And it's yeah. probably good, I guess, from a business standpoint as well, because I think if you continued with it as just your name, you would probably find like clients coming and they only want to work with you. And then if it's someone else in the business that you're handing off the work to, they might mm. be a bit, oh, that wasn't what I came to you for or. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And like most all of the clients know by now that I do have a team. So it's yes. quite nice. And everything's yeah. all collaborative. Like we work yeah. together on everything thing it goes well but yeah it was a weird transition I was like yeah. do I do this do I not I don't know oh it's such a big call and how have you found it you love it it's good yeah. yeah I was so nervous the day yeah, that I yeah. opened the new Instagram because I wanted to switch the name over to Pink Pony like for the new one to Pink Pony Creative yeah and I was like what if someone steals it in that five seconds <laughs> of me changing but no one did thank yeah, god that's good yeah and I have had yeah. it before where sometimes Instagram locks the name for three weeks have you heard of that as well so that's good that it all worked out it's funny Definitely. all these little technicalities that you have to be aware of as well as the big picture and the strategy and yeah for yeah. sure but it was once again I think it was I was overthinking all of it I was like yeah. I should just do it give it a go if it doesn't work yeah. out I'll just delete the other one yeah. and go back to my personal one so yeah, yeah cool so a couple of questions I ask every podcast guest so I'd love to pick your brains on these ones as oh, well for sure how do you feel being a woman has influenced your business journey I think this was actually a hard question I feel like I, I haven't been like hugely impacted I don't think yeah. okay. but then when I look back on my where I came from I do think that there was a bit of is it going to be 
okay? Do you think you're going to do well? Will you earn enough money? There was a bit of that, especially from places I previously worked. I yeah. don't know why. Maybe it was my personality. I don't know. Maybe I'm not serious enough. Ah, oh, <laughs> um, so people were saying those, asking you those questions. Not necessarily. I just okay. felt like they were yeah. thinking that, but maybe yeah, it was okay. just me being a bit insecure about mm. that side of things. But it was almost like, oh, she probably won't do that. That's yeah. the kind of feeling I got, but maybe yeah. it's because I was a woman. No, I relate I to that. And I think <laughs> in times when I have been really successful, I've actually thought back to like people at work and been like, if they could see me now, like 100%. <laughs> yes, girl. No, I yeah. completely agree with that. And even all through learning and through university, I think there is a bit of that. There was definitely things that people have said to me before. Like someone said, when I told them what university I was going to, I remember so clearly they were like, oh, isn't that the university for dumb people? And I was like, no. And now I own a business. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, those things that like just stay in your psyche, like people just have no idea how they impact you sometimes and how rude people can be. It will but, stick with you. Yeah. Mm. Then again, those things like maybe add up and do drive you to be more successful. So it's take everything yeah. with a grain of salt. Oh, be, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Give me motivation. Totally. <laughs> okay. And what's one thing you've done to influence your money story? I think everyone goes into business, obviously, because they love something, but also yeah. to make money and yeah. make more money than they were prior. And I think client work is amazing. It can pull in a lot of money, but there is kind of like a level where maybe you just can't go past that. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do more. So, and so I many hours. Exactly. Yeah. And how can I earn more money when I sleep or when I'm out for dinner? Yeah. And so creating those templates that I sell yeah. online, spend a bit of money, a bit of time, sorry, creating them. Mm. But once they're done and now they're just selling online. So I think yeah. it was just changing my mindset and thinking, what else can I do to make money that's yeah. passive? Yeah. And there's so many opportunities, especially with social media, yes. that yeah. even courses like you were saying before, that kind mm. of thing can pull in a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to be huge. We were talking about like yeah. $5. Exactly. Yeah. Artboard template. It's good to just get even something up. Like I, every time I get an email from my Thrive card, it's you've made a sale. I'm like, Ping. it's like a little like, present. Yeah. yeah you're totally. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a win. yeah. And it's, if you don't take the time to do that, you will never get to that next level because there is only so much time you can spend mm. with client work. And if you take on too much, you burn yourself out, do yeah. shit work. You don't meet your, your own level and your own service agreements and things like that. 100%. So you do need to look at other ways to implement that. And as designers, there are so many avenues, so you know, many. like creative market, or there's just so many. Yeah, <laughs> there's so no, many things on my list to do. I feel like even now, yeah, even now I'm like, oh my gosh, I could sell my templates on yeah. creative market and lots yeah. of other websites, but I've never really spent even half an hour trying to do it. I should yeah. really not do it. <laughs> and that's the thing that a lot of, I'm in heaps of Facebook groups and people always going on about PayPal fees and Etsy fees mm-hmm. and all of these things. And I'm like, yeah, they take a cut of a sale that you wouldn't make if that platform yep. wasn't there. So you're still making more money and they're doing marketing that you're not having to do. They're bringing in customers that you don't have reach to. So I think it's a very small price to pay like that yeah. percentage fee. I okay. have one product on Creative Market. I actually was working with a client and she sent me this design, this website that she really loved and mm. it had all these little icons on it and it inspired me to make these sacred geometry icons. But she hadn't oh, cool. contracted me to design. It was just website build. So I was like, oh, yeah. okay, I'll make these icons for you, but I'm not going to give them to you. I'm going to put them on Creative Market. Oh my God, yes. And, yeah. And I was like, I want to do them because it'll make your website better, but you yeah. can't have them. I've just been on maternity leave and I was like, oh, I haven't checked my Creative Market for a while. And I went on and there was like 350 US and I was like, yes. Exactly. Just yeah, like in a couple so of months. Good. Yeah. 
(laughs) and I don't have to do anything and once it's if I can make 350 US dollars a quarter for the rest of my life like how much money is that without yeah it just adds up yeah for Mm -hmm. that couple of hours that I spent originally for that one project it's worth yeah putting them out there yeah so anyway if you put your templates on there they would go really well too (laughs) cool and then what is your number one so normally I say website tip but you don't really do websites do you I think you outsource that part or yeah I do the odd Mm. one it's a bit weird how I take them on but it's just the odd one that I'll kind of do it's it's one of those things that you can do but it depends on the project and yeah yeah definitely okay so what would be your number one design tip I think it would be it's the (laughs) stop chasing perfection especially in creativity because I think that really restricts you like I remember trying to do things perfectly and I honestly do feel that puts yourself in a box Mm. if you start even creating things on illustrator drawing stuff that even if you don't think it's right you'll be Mm -hmm. surprised at what you'll then start to think of try new things and your creativity will just grow and I feel like I used to chase perfection but you want it to be pretty fucking perfect, but yeah. <laughs> but stop trying so hard to make it yeah. like that perfect. Yeah. Um, so I think that would be my number one tip. Just as you're saying that, I think even from a practical standpoint, when you design something and it is perfect, sometimes it feels a bit weird. Do you find mm. that sometimes yeah. if you use the align and you align everything vertically and horizontally, you're like, no, it's just not quite right. And you're like nudging yep. it and you're like, yep done yep like so there has to be some scope for personality to come in as well so yeah and that's what that like playing and that a bit of flexibility gives you I think yeah I definitely feel that one (laughs) (laughs) cool all right thank you so much where can people find you on social media and connect with you and buy your amazing templates and all of those types of things thank you (laughs) the website is www.pinkponycreative.com and then uh, my socials tiktok is just pinkponycreative as well as instagram but I do have my kind of big main Instagram, which is just Christy the Pink Pony. Um, awesome. So that's that. Yeah, the big one. So message yeah. me on there if you've got any questions. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'll share those when I pop the post up on the website and on the Instagram Thank too. You. So I'll make sure I tag you. Thank cool. you so much for coming on and taking the time today. And yeah, have a good afternoon yeah, no. and I'll see you on the gram. Thank you. And thank you for having me on the show. It was lovely <laughs> to chat. Yeah, you too. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you love what I do here, you can connect with me on Instagram at Seedling Digital or at Women Wealth WordPress. I'm always up for a chat and I'm a complete open book. So feel free to email me with any questions or check out my website, womenwealthwordpress.com. Until next time, aim big. <laughs>